You're listening to Bible Prophecy Daily, a weekday podcast where Bible prophecy matters and matters greatly. Hi, I'm so glad that you can be with us today. I'm here in studio uh, with Alan Kirshner. My name is David Rosenthal. I'm the president of Zion's Hope, and we're delighted once again to have Alan with us uh, here in our studio. And um, wanted to talk about his most recent book. Um, Alan is a prolific author and has uh, authored other books like uh, Antichrist Before the Day of the Lord. And I know he's working on an exciting one coming up here um, in the not too distant future to be released. But for now, we wanted to continue our discussion on his recent book, Pre-Trib examining the foundations of a pre-tribulation rapture theology. And in the last session where we were chatting, we talked about part one of the book, um, which is the presupposition that is widely held that, that uh, among dispensationalists, um, that God does not work with the church and Israel at the same time. And we've covered um, what dispensations are and how um, that is kind of for many pre-tribulation raptures, it's foundational for their thinking in terms of the timing of the rapture before that final seven years where they believe God is really primarily only dealing with Israel during that final seven years and the church must be raptured before that because um, that's the end of the so-called church age. Um, and we talked about um, some of the reasons why the Bible does, uh, makes it clear that God works both with the church and Israel through history and there's no need for the church to be raptured pre-tribulationally, and we believe there's other texts, and I know you agree, um, that there are many other texts that seem to indicate very clearly that the church will go into the 70th week or that final seven years to face the Antichrist before being wondrously raptured by the Lord um, prior to God pouring out his judgments. But in this video, we want to talk about part two, which is you've entitled the, the Perusia presupposition, the rapture is not part of the second coming. So if you would take a few minutes to address the concept and the, the word Perusia or Parousia, different people pronounce it differently, um, but uh, take a few minutes to explain that word and the significance of that word and how it relates to this discussion. Sure, the, uh, so the Greek term uh, Parousia is typically the word, the Greek word behind the common theological expression, the second coming. I mean, there's a lot of terms to, to uh, describe Christ's return, and uh, this is a very common uh, expression, second coming, and again, the term uh, parousia. And it means simply, it means presence, and it indicates a continuing presence, an ongoing presence. Right. Uh, versus say something that's going to happen just instantaneously. There's a purpose behind it, in other words. So I, I'd like to give the example of when we think of Christ's first coming, his first parousia, uh, we don't just think of his birth, uh, but rather it was an extended event. So it was his birth, his arrival, certainly that initiated his first coming, it, uh, but there were a number of events included in this extended event. Uh, his growing up, uh, his, you know, calling the disciples, miracles, deeds, uh, the Passion Week, right, his death, burial, resurrection, and then concluding his first parousia was his ascension. So that's all part of his first coming. Correct, yep. Yeah. One extended continuing presence uh, uh, event, yep. Uh, and, and likewise, in his second coming, the, the Father is going to fulfill a number of divine purposes 
uh, in his second coming. So in other words, when Christ returned, his second coming, his second parousia, he's coming as deliverer, uh, judge, and king. So Paul uh, talks about what's going to initiate the, one of the very first events of his second coming is going to be the, the resurrection and the rapture. And then there's the, 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 the trumpet judgments, and then you have the bow judgments, and you have Christ then physically coming to earth within his second coming of Christ. And he's going to fulfill a certain, you know, uh, saving uh, Israel, that remnant, and fulfilling, of course, uh, Daniel's prophecy. And then you're going to have uh, the battle of Arm Armageddon, uh, and then the establishment of the millennium. It's an extended event. It's going to be much more than 33 years. It's going to be much longer, of course. Uh, so that's, that would be the second, the coming of Christ. And why is this important to understand this, this term and, and, and this context is because where pre-tribulationism, they construe or they understand the, the term parousia, they disconnect the rapture from the parousia. They separate. Them. They separate it. Post-tribulationists make the opposite error. They actually identify the rapture with the parousia. Both are wrong. The pre-wrath view, I believe, rightly understands it, and that is that the, the rapture is part, it belongs to the second coming of Christ. Not separated, it's not identified, it's a, like a sub, it's one, one component. One right, one component. And we know that Paul says that uh, the very first component is a resurrection rapture, and then the, that, uh, but the parousia just is beginning at that point. So it's a coming and a consequent or a continual presence, continual presence of right. which Jesus Christ is going to be a accomplishing a variety of things. And you know, that's so important because I, I, I speak to so many believers who are uniquely focused or specifically focused on the rapture event. And that's wonderful. And it's it, whether we've died in Christ and will be resurrected or whether we're privileged to be that generation that is living at the time of Jesus Christ's second coming and his return, what a glorious promise that we have, a blessed hope that we have. But his second coming is far more than just those things. His second coming, that's just, that's just pulling his faithful out of harm's way um, those who have died in Christ will be resurrected. Those who are living will be raptured to pull us out of harm's way because he has a variety of things he wants to do during that second coming um, where he is here to, to, again, judge the nations and to, to right the wrongs of this world, to, to um, bring Israel back into a proper relationship, to establish his millennial kingdom. So there's so many things that Jesus Christ will do at his second coming. I think the parallel that you make to his first coming where he didn't, it wasn't an instantaneous event and it was over. Um, he lived a, a life on earth and he was accomplishing a lot of different things. So in the Greek world, it was used to refer to a, a king's royal visit to another like, country. And uh, well, that wasn't an instantaneous event. And his arrival in, the, in, a, in another land, it, it was a presence. It wasn't like he was there for like a few hours and then he left. No, it was actually there is a purpose behind it. He, the king fulfilled certain divine purposes when he visited another land. So to extrapolate on the concept of the parousia or parousia uh, in terms of its proper meaning, how has that become problematic for a pre-tribulation rapturist who wants to separate those events? Well, when you say that, for example, they have the slogan that, well, when Christ, he's going to come uh, for his church, and then seven years later he comes uh, with his church. The problem is, 
when you look at the actual specifics in, in Scripture, the rapture is directly connected to the parousia. Paul makes that case in First Thessalon- Thessalonians chapter 4. And uh, in, in the rapture passage, he uses this term parousia. Interestingly, Jesus uses the exact same term in this context in Matthew 24 when he talks about that the elect are going to be gathered when he returns at his parousia, at the beginning of his parousia. So it's a coming and a continual presence. And so pre-tribulation raptures really have a, a, a problem from the standpoint of they're trying to separate um, those events. And that's not part of a continual presence as the word parousia or parousia would clearly indicate. Right. Correct. Right. Yep. Great. Well, listen, I thank you so much. We want to keep this brief because we know that uh, uh, our folks have limited time, but we, um, we appreciate you being here in studio and covering these bases. I highly recommend Alan's book, Pre-Trib. Uh, it's uh, an excellent read, and there's so many more details uh, in the book, so uh, make sure you get a copy of it. Um, you can do so at our website at www.zionshope.org. So make sure you get a copy of it. I know that uh, you'll be blessed by it and uh, share it with others as well. Thank you so much, Alan. Appreciate you. you being here with us. Sure. Thanks for listening to Bible Prophecy Daily. We hope you learned something valuable today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode. 